I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And we should be working. working. God damn it. It's one, two, (laughs) say it. (laughs) All right. I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And And we we should should be be working. working. I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) How are you at whistling? I'm decent. Same here. I, uh, when I was in band, after you play like, uh, at least for the saxophone or woodwind instruments, after you play them for, you know, like an hour of whatever the class was, you'd be like fucking on it. Like you could just whistle as loud as you want for as long as you want. Yeah. So you're, so you, you got skills, you got whistling skills from your band days. That's a thing. I mean, it, it helped because I mean, your, your mouth is kind of open and in that shape anyway especially when you're using like the mouthpiece for the saxophone and stuff it's just like slightly open and you're blowing wind like yeah just to play the notes and stuff in that shape so Mm -hmm. then basically whistling is just removing the instrument and doing the same thing nice yeah i remember reading somewhere that there was a there was a oh i remember it was a reddit post about a woman who had like eight kids or something and she was talking about how her husband is amazing, basically. But one of the things she said was that he used to be a boxer. So whenever he wanted to wear his kids out, he would play, I think it was upsy downsy or uppy downy or something, where they just hop in place until one of them can't hop anymore. And because yeah. he used to be a boxer, he can just hop for like hours, you know, <laughs> like he's just, that's yeah. how they do it. So he just would slaughter all the kids with us hopping, hopping skills. So that's you with your whistling. The, the fucking hopping things what I've added in between my sets uh, when I work out and lift. You just hop around? Yeah, I hop around for like three minutes. Like, you know, side to side, forward to back, all the different things. Just because I'm good. trying to get used keeps to it. Your heart rate up. Well, yeah, I mean it keeps heart rate up and I mean it doesn't it doesn't diminish my lifting. At least not yet. I'm not like lifting, you know, personal bests or anything like that just yet. So it's it all works out pretty well. True. Plus it plus it helps with it helps with running and it also helps with uh the whole boxing thing, especially since my coach started making me jump rope every time that I go now. I don't that bastard. <laughs> jump roping is no joke, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I enjoy it, but then like when I mean, there's other people there and stuff too, so it's it's a little weird. And then he'll give me a jump rope that isn't for me, so it's not my length. So like last time, this past Sunday, it was like just long enough that it would hit my toes. Like the timing was off, so that it would just hit the front of my toes every time, like just under the nail in front. And like it was such a weird feeling because I would just power through it, right? And you just swing through so that it like comes back around. But then it's like it's all wobbly, so it's at like a different yeah. fucking pace. And you're just like, God damn it. Then it gets in between your toes, it trips you, you're like, ah. And then like everybody's there just kind of hanging out. <laughs> When you were a kid, was that a, th- a thing where like where somebody would hold each end of it and then the kid would like jump in? Yeah, double dutch. Do a few and jump. Yeah, double dutch. Yeah. That was so cool, yeah. man. Yeah, I used to do double dutch. I mean, I, I had all sisters. It's it's kind of a thing. Oh, like, yeah, the I jump roping and everything. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, like back in the early '90s, late '80s, it was seen more as like a feminine pastime or whatever the fuck. Um, but I mean, I jump roped and back in the day, there was like jump rope for heart and stuff like that that I used to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah, that's the problem with, with chillins these days. They don't do enough jump roping. You never see anybody jump roping anymore. What are you talking about, man? There's like jump rope videos everywhere. Or I guess maybe just cause like my, I'm talking about like kids on a playground. Like there's oh, not, never yeah, yeah, out there jump yeah, roping. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think it so. It used to be so cool. Although there's an elementary school down here, like right down the road where I usually take my dog when they're out, like, because it's just like an open field with fence. It's like all fenced in. But um, they have like the blacktop playground area and they have Foursquare there. Did you ever play that? No, but I saw kids oh, play. I man. still don't know how to play it, but it looks like fun. It's so good. It can only bounce in your square once and you can only touch it once. So like, in, and if you touch it before it bounces, then you're out. It's, it's like a re- really weird game. And then like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm just much bigger than I was in fourth and fifth grade now. So like walking by those squares, I'm like, how did I even stand in this and fucking like play? And it, it was just bizarro. So, you so know, like if you, if you hit it and it hits the other person before it touches the ground, then they're out. Yeah. But if they move and you hit it out of bounds and you're out. Yeah. So like okay. it, it was, it's like this weird game where you're trying to like hit the corners of the people that you're trying to take out. So then it like uh-huh. hits the corner in one person's, but then like goes into another person's square, so they can't get it, and then they're basically just out. And or people cool. will try to like just slap it up at you, and then you just kind of like stand to the side, and it goes off, and then they're out. Yeah. Man, I just played hopscotch for the first time in my life like a few weeks ago, and I didn't realize how hard <laughs> it is to get those the, thing if you have like a d- rock or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, did you do it with an actual, like, thing that you throw and it, like, nullifies whatever that is? Yeah, we had we had pebbles and we had, uh, like, mulch, like little bits of wood, wood chips or whatever. Uh, nice. Yeah, and yeah. we couldn't, yeah, because the wood chips were just, like, they'd float away or whatever. You know, you couldn't get a good aim and then the rocks would just bounce out. It took forever for us to get the ones farther away. Yeah. What about that? Uh, what's that ball that has a trampoline and, like, a small trampoline and a ball that you hit on it? I mean, that game, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to elaborate. It's called Spikeball. Have you heard of Spikeball? Oh, I, I don't think I've ever played or heard of that. Spikeball is supposed to be super fun. Um, I'm in a weird situation right now, which is I'm actively interviewing for other jobs, but uh, nobody at my work knows about it except for my manager, so I can't and just like, announce it on the podcast. Yeah. So, well, I mean, no. you just did. You literally just announced it. And you talked about it on the last podcast we did a bunch. Yeah, but that one hasn't been released yet. And neither has this one that we're saying right now. Right. Uh, but you're not going to edit out like 20 minutes yeah, of content. But I'm hoping that by the time it gets released, I will have oh, told everyone. People know. Yeah. Yeah. Because gotcha. I don't want anybody to find out from listening to the podcast. So I'm going to have to well, like when, delay that one. What? Well, when when I was interviewing, you know, at places leaving phase two that was one of the things right is like i we were trying to find like guests for the podcast and people were like oh well aren't you like interview like i don't want to be on there and then you know that week that it releases you're leaving the company and then they get all the news from the podcast and like i got that from a, a couple different people i was just like oh, okay yeah timing's a little weird for that one i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man it's weird i know because i want to talk about it so i figure let's just talk about it and then i'll i'll trickle them out slowly until everyone knows yeah but i I mean i don't want to talk about you leaving your company it's the same shit that you do every couple years it's you don't want to know where i'm interviewing i don't care why would it matter yes you do because you because you're interested in my life because you're a good friend and you're you're caring that's definitely not true you're telling me that if i switch jobs tomorrow you wouldn't even be the least bit curious about where i went to work for dude if you like I don't know, fucking got canceled and couldn't get a job anywhere tomorrow. I wouldn't care about that situation either. Like, it, it's not that I don't care where you're going. It's just don't, I don't care. 
Oh, see, I can see right through you. You don't fool me. You're just a big teddy bear. You'd probably you'd offer to to get me hired at your place. Not you'd, once. You'd be not a chance. Actually, so I helpful. I've talked about it with my CTO, and and I was just like, "There's no way he he could work here. Like, they, there's nothing for him to do." Yeah, <laughs> like you actually get work done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now you just ruined it because that was my whole topic. I was going to tell you nah. about all my job applications and all the God, interviewing. I don't care. I really, I interviewing is my least favorite thing in the world. Um, fucking applications are the worst. Cover letters are also the worst. Like all that whole process is just archaic and dumb. If you picked a place to work based purely on how excited you are about that company, like what they do, where would you end up working? Nowhere for myself that doesn't make any like for real like pick pick a company that, that you'd be really real. excited no Whatever that's not a valid I answer myself dude I'm, I'm not excited to work at any company like that that's one of the things that's one of the things right it's like i, I don't outwardly express excitement about those things and it's not but you like not, things you have right, right, but I'm, I'm getting to the fucking explanation of it all like okay. there, there's there's a point where like i, I can't express it but then there's and there's two different versions of that. One is like, I, I see that I'm supposed to be excited about something. Like I, I get it. And we talked about it kind of with Lauren. Um, it's just like, then I like input excitement reaction here kind of thing. But then there's other side of that where like, I, I just don't give a shit. Like I, I'm not excited to fucking work for somebody else somewhere because of some brand like none of that is exciting to me at all. It doesn't play. All right. So like, I remember you, you wanted to apply at rogue fitness for a while and like, I did. Yeah. But so, I mean, like it, I wasn't excited to work at rogue. I was excited to get gym equipment for like half off and free. Oh, you wanted apparel. the perks. Fuck. Yeah. Cause it was okay. a fuck ton of money, but it so, had nothing to do with like, Oh, I'm going to work for Rogue and I'm going to get Rogue tattoo on my arm. Yeah, I'm totally fucking here for life. Want to retire doing this. None of that. Like, I I don't feel that about any job. So like building a like for the sake of discussion, building a website that I don't know, helps people pick out the right workout gear or something (laughs) wouldn't be any more exciting than building a website about like long haul truckers floor mats. Not at all. Because, all and, and I mean, we, we can get into this a little bit too, but like even with like our high profile clients and stuff that we've had in the past, it's, it's that same, it, it's kind of that, um, like I'm burnt out on it, right? Like the, the whole like fanboying over a brand, like it, that, I, I got burnt out super quick because I mean like our, my first, you know, high profile client was the NBA when we were doing the team sites and then there's that whole like, um, I don't know what it was, but like where we couldn't like talk about it on social media that we were working on it, but it was like an exciting thing for me because it's finally like made it mm-hmm. into the industry and it was first career job and fucking big name clients and oh we did it was super successful and it was a fucking massive thing and it was just like all right don't fucking talk about it to anybody until we tell you to and then they never told us to and it was just like. All right, well, what the fuck? And then you know you get the next high profile client, and you're like, "I, what's with this brand? Like, I don't give a shit about this brand. I, I don't fucking care. Like, I, I don't support this brand on my own. None of that. I'm just like, whatever. It, 
it became a whole different thing, right? Then it just became a job where like, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm not excited to be here. Just tell me what you want done and I'll fucking do it. And then it's evolved into like, yeah, I can build whatever. Just just throw it my way. Man, that's weird. Like, I, I can understand that that wouldn't be this, this you know, the, the way that you make the decision or like the sole, the most important thing. But it's weird to me to think that it's not even the littlest bit more exciting. So, like, a, one of the places that I applied at was, uh, have you ever heard of Misfits Market? Hey, hold on. Oh, yeah, go, before you go, go before you go into this this part, um, here, here's the here's reason why I'm not even the least bit excited. Is I hate most people. I don't get along with most people. The vast majority of people just do. That's how it is. That's who I am. So, no matter how you slice it or what building you put it in or what brand you put on top of it, there's still... There's still other developers and in companies like that, there's like most likely a PM or a PO or some fuck face that wants to like micromanage what I'm doing or be like, it'd be better if you did this instead. It's just like, that's not going to fucking help me work any better. Shut the fuck up. Or they're going to make me time track or they're going to fucking like all this bullshit. There's just so like a whole litany of bullshit. And, and what I found out is like through interviewing, uh, and stuff was that like these more, I guess, call them established brains. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call them. More high profile brains, whatever the fuck you want to call them. It's more bullshit. Like it is just more and more bullshit. And and now luckily I'm in a position where like there's not not any bullshit at all. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. Like my manager is just like, here, this is the direction we're going for this week. And I'm like, Awesome. And then we talk in a few days, like a few days go by and then we talk in a few days and go, is this still the direction? Should I complete the rest of this or do we need to pivot again? And then usually it's just, yeah, yeah, just finish out the week and then we'll talk again on Monday. And then on Monday we pivot again. Okay, cool. Do you, oh, I lost it. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what I was going to ask. All right, yeah, that makes sense though. You're gonna you're gonna hate most people wherever you go, so it doesn't really matter. So might as well find a job that just has people leave you alone. I I mean I think I would yeah. die of crippling loneliness and depression, but I can see why it would work for you. Right? Yeah. I mean, we we have we're totally opposites on 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 that type of thing though. You're like, yeah. I'm a beam of light. Come to me, moths. Do you Get have performance reviews? Do you know? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. So like, do you do you think you're doing a good job? Do you have any idea? Uh, I know I am crushing expectations, which is what I usually gauge that on if I'm doing a good job. So yes, I would say I'm doing a good job. Meaning like they give you a deadline and you finish it in half the time or something, or or it more literal literally it was um you know that I talked for a couple podcasts about how like I'm just. I'm just doing ticket work and they're going to give me my own vertical at some point. Um, and so like, since they've given me the own, my own vertical for like several weeks now, I think a handful of weeks now, um, it's been just much better. Yeah. You're digging it. Nice. Yeah. It's it, it well, cause it's, it's my brain, right? It's it, everything is based off of my brain and I'm just translating, you know, old code into the new newest versions of the same framework and, I'm using a different templating engine, but it's built in with Laravel. So it's just blade and it all works all nice and cohesive. And you throw some Alpine JS on there and it gets like super easy. And I'm not writing very much broad JavaScript at all. I'm mostly just doing like 
syntax changes to HTML or well, I guess nice. Blade technically. That that actually sounds pretty cool. See, I we've talked before about how um, how some people really need to be challenged, like they need to be solving hard problems in order to feel engaged. And that's mm-hmm. never been me in, in terms of technical stuff. I was totally happy just like performing upgrades and rewriting stuff, you know, and adding automated testing and just like mindless stuff that's relaxing. Like to me, that was a good day I as like, long as it was productive. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a big fan of refactoring. Um, yeah. It, it, and I mean, I, it's just kind of how I work anyway. So when like I join a team and there's like, yeah, we don't redo anything. We just build on top of it. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're about to change that. Yeah, exactly. But no, uh, you know, you just try. Is it more efficient if I do it this way? Does it look better across multiple controllers if we use this type of basic you know, template for the controller and, you know, how how fucked up does the logic get like where should we put the logic should we remove all the logic from the fucking templates which i started doing more recently like yeah just stuff like that i enjoy mm-hmm. all of that stuff all right what i was gonna say is that one of the places i applied at is misfits market which is one of those like you buy weird looking fruits and vegetables you know that would normally go to waste and mm-hmm. they're cheaper and stuff um, and that whole thing super appeals to me. Like I like cutting down on food waste. I like saving people on healthy food. Like I applied a, a bunch of companies that were about helping people be healthy, basically. Um, but I'm just wondering if it's the idea of it, you know, and if once I get there, it's just more code, another website, new people, you, whatever. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's you're just flying a different flag. I mean, like my my current job isn't that much different than what I was doing at phase two, except for phase two was an additional layer that I had to like communicate with or through to talk to the client and just get like the direct, like if, if you were to imagine like my manager now who's the CTO of the company would have been, you know, phase two's client, then I having just somebody here, like a PM or somebody to talk through and like do a bunch of ceremonies that don't fucking matter and don't help anything like all that other bullshit is just gone is like, Oh, now I'm just directly plugged into the source that tells me what they want when they want it. And I go and do that instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think the thing that terrifies me the most is like, I've realized that I really like jumping in. We've talked about this before that like jumping into try and fix a team for a few months. And then once it's doing better, find another team. Yeah. Um, and misfits market has 10 engineers. Like that's, that's how many they have in the whole company. Um, so there's not a lot of space for me to jump around and fix a lot of other teams. So, I mean, there's interesting problems to solve, like, you know, to be the director of that and like own the website and and like that thing, that sounds fun in general. Um, but I would, I think I'm, I'm scared of thinking that I might actually like agencies more than I thought, you know, because agencies give you a lot of that ability to go from team to team all the time. You know, I really don't want to have to go back to an agency, man. (laughs) I just don't. Well, I mean, I, I don't feel I don't feel like there's there's any not real negatives going to an agency. It's just a different type of work, right? It's a different type of day that you're going to spend. It's you know how you're going to spend your hours and tracking them and all that stuff. So like that's your thing. Like Adam Adam Mitchell, he he loves agency. Like we we had a whole conversation about it. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? All the things you love about this piss me off. And he's like, I know <laughs> that's why it's fun. <laughs> 
Like he does, man. Okay. I see him on the calls with clients. He's just like he's living his best life. Oh, he loves that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a pig in shit at an agency. Good for him. <laughs> that's such I mean, a great expression, by the way. <laughs> yeah, pig and shit. Yeah, he has ignored all my texts, man. Me too. Adam, I mean, where are you? You do you, boo boo. No, I'm not okay with that. Do I have his email? I do. Well, I just have his his work email. See, this is why I, I, I guess, lose friends. I don't know. Fizzle my friendships. Fizzles. I'm just like, okay, whatever. You don't want to respond to me for weeks. I, I guess I'll just wait. Well, I mean, I think that's... living the rest of my life. If somebody didn't respond to you for weeks, then they probably, you know, it's probably okay to lose them because I think if it were a real friend, there would be an actual back and forth. <laughs> if somebody doesn't respond to a text, I feel like it's okay to lose them. Like, all right well maybe maybe give them a few more chances than just one text. no it's it's the most efficient way of communicating in the world and there's very few reasons why you wouldn't be able to text back so i mean unless you're coming unless you're coming back a few days later with one of those few excuses fucking whatever cool i, I often will see a text and like when i'm too busy to respond and then totally forget about it and yeah, i think you're that a piece that is, of shit that no, I think that 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 doesn't mean that I'm like don't care about our friendship. It just means like, dude, I'm if you can't if you can't respond to a text and you know you can't respond to a text, stop fucking looking at your text message. But I can't. We've talked about this before. If there's a dot, I have to click it. I can't not know what somebody said. I have to know right then, even if I can't respond. It's important. You're so that like sometimes I'll a few days later. Like actually, this just happened with uh, with Nancy's sister. I saw that she had sent me a long voice message. Like I saw that I had a voice message and I didn't, I couldn't listen to it right then. And then I totally forgot. And like four days later, I just happened to see it again. What do you mean? Listen to it. You could just read it. You're on an iPhone now, baby. A vo- no, not a voicemail, a voice message on Telegram. Oh, I thought you said voicemail. Yeah. Why would so you I send a voice message? <laughs> no, I don't know. Why? No, people, I, I, that's I, a, yeah, that's the a audio thing, clip man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. But, people but are yeah, that. everybody. But yet, what, Clubhouse failed? Is Clubhouse still going? I don't know. Is Clubhouse still going? Like, all, all the chatter about Clubhouse has all but died, I guess. I or think, it, I think it was big when it was, like, exclusive. Can you just sign up now? I have no idea. But There's yeah, audio clips. Audio send, sending audio clips is, is probably the most efficient way of communicating. Yeah, I, I've never done that. I actually, I don't like it when people do that to me, because... It's easier for me. Like if somebody sends me a three minute audio clip, it feels like work to listen to it, you know? Um, well, here's here's the thing. I read better than I hear. So, yeah, and much faster. I can I can I, read I mean, three minutes worth of listening in like 30 seconds. But I do like yeah, the telegram. Especially you depending speed on it up who's 2x. Oh, uh, I mean, imagine if they gave you like a 40 second long message in the first 30 seconds was just static. <laughs> how, how long would you listen before you hung up? Or like, yeah, it was in like two seconds. It, it doesn't take long for me to just be like, oh, this is just a butt dial. I'm done. <laughs> nice. Do you remember that was a plot line with uh, How I Met Your Mother, though, when Marshall's dad died? You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was really sad. Why? Because his dad died and he missed him. And, and then he, he got a nice loving message that he didn't expect at the very end of a voicemail full of static. Womp womp. It made me sad. So sad. Would you like to work at GitHub? I'm interviewing with them. No, I mean I've I've thought about it, but no, not really. That's the thing too. It's like fucking. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I'm I'm like a developer that doesn't necessarily like hanging out with other developers just because they want to talk about nerdy shit that I don't care about or like, mm. hey, did you see this cool new thing? I'm like, I'm right on. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get excited because you read a newsletter, motherfucker. Like, we probably read the same thing. I think working at GitHub for me would be almost purely a resume play. Like, senior engineering manager yeah. at GitHub just looks pretty good on a resume. Have, have you thought about coming out the middleman and just going to Microsoft? I mean, we I know people have. that work there. Yeah, I almost applied to Microsoft, but I think part of the reason I'm trying to get away from Wayfair is the big company thing. Like, there's just... And you I'm realizing GitHub's that big? How big is GitHub? GitHub is, GitHub is bigger than I want, but it's GitHub, so I'm making an exception, like, considering it. It's like 2,500 people, I think, something like that. Okay. Um, Wayfair's got, like, 30,000, but roughly 3,000 engineers, I think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I'm realizing big companies, at, le- at least in Wayfair, I think this is probably a pretty common thing, a lot of time is spent just in trying meetings. to make leadership comfortable. You know, like, there are many, many documents Elaborate. that you're asked to write that don't actually do anything except just give leaders information so that they are less nervous because they don't know what's going on. Um, oh. And it just feels like such a huge waste of time half the time. It is. I just, I'll All see like the time. 10 page documents that one person will read once, you know, and probably like dozens of hours went into the research to put the thing together. And it's just like, this is not how I want to spend my life, you know? So that's why I'm attracted like, to smart companies. It, it's like, uh, what were they called? Oh, could you, could you write up a proof of concept? For something and then you go and you like spend all this time testing out this technology and writing up like almost a tutorial of how you did it and what the results were and then there's like oh yeah we're not gonna use that you're like fucking asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i had this whole tirade a few months ago about documents that are just meant to be seen like they're so long and yeah, so boring yeah. that nobody actually read them but like the fact that you wrote it makes people comfortable and i just I yeah that. i really i love the idea of working at like a 10 person engineering shop where there's just none of that. You know, you communicate directly to the CTO. Everybody knows what's going on. You're not writing a bunch of pointless docs. You're just getting crap done. That seems pretty cool to me. Yeah. The point, like if it's not, if it's not specific to the project that you're doing or the goals that you have to like accomplish or whatever, it's pointless. I hate all yeah. this. And all that so bullshit. Teams, man. There's like a team specifically for the navigation, which totally blew my mind to have a whole team that just works on building the navigation of the site but like with that many teams there's just so much communication overhead and i mean i'm not saying that's the wrong way to do it but that's just not how i want to spend my working years dealing with yeah. that crap fuck what i know how to run a thirty thousand person company yeah <laughs> barely, yeah like i'm not gonna sit here and say you don't need that i'm just saying i, I don't barely manage it. my own personal life how the fuck <laughs> am i gonna manage twenty nine thousand other people but uh, get, I I applied to Dropbox and Twitter too, but I'm not super interested in those. But GitHub sounds like I don't, cool. I don't think you would enjoy Twitter, at least from my experience there. Twitter is kind but, of exactly what I don't want, which is like I'm trying to actively avoid companies that I think are a net loss for humankind. You know, yeah. and I think Twitter is just such a huge time waster and so addictive, and for so many people that I just don't want to play any part in it. Yeah, I mean it's a good way of doing it. We we did a contract for them. Were you a part of that? No, I don't remember it. No, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about it with Nina. That's why. That's why. It's she more she loved on being mind. on the podcast. By the way, she had a good time. Nice. So she wants yeah, to come back. It was fun. Okay. 
<laughs> it's interesting for me to think about people coming on here and like it being a fun, energizing thing, you know? I well, know. I enjoy like when I offer to tell somebody or ask somebody to come on the podcast, they always think I'm trying to get them on something like no matter oh, really? what. Yeah, they, they seem like hesitant and it's like, I don't know what what's it about. What, what will we talk about? <laughs> what, what do you guys how, how long have you guys been doing it? Do you have other episodes? Like, yeah, man, just go here. <laughs> I just want to talk. Just record it while we talk. That's it. Just don't say anything outlandish essentially yeah that's interesting yeah i guess i guess it i've kind of had the same experience now that i think about it where not like they're suspicious but just like they want to know what the topic is you know like why are they coming on and it's hard for people to understand like we're just chatting you know it's just for fun yeah we just want to we just want to talk what are you getting food delivered right now or something no asshole shut up what (laughs) what is going on (laughs) nothing you're looking away all all awkwardly, and you just stood up and walked away. <laughs> you did it again. What are you talking about? Oh man, something's happening, and I don't like it. <laughs> so you're pretty happy with your job, though. You can stay there for a while. Yeah, I mean, when I was interviewing, uh, just kind of where my head was at, I was looking for a place, you know, at least three to five years. But mm-hmm. like that, that's just kind of more of no matter where I landed, I was going to stay for at least three years. Like even if it was like super shitty, but I feel like I lucked out. So I'm going to ride this wave. I hear you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to leave after it's only been like a year and two months now. Um, but now I don't want to stay any longer. So it's whatever. You you actually don't want to stay anymore. You haven't, you, you haven't like tried to use whatever social equity you have to change your role or anything i mean i did a little bit i talked to some people about what another role could look like that would be more something i'm interested in but at the end of the day it's still a really big company with a lot of overhead it's still selling crap people don't need to them and you know which i it just feels kind of icky to me as someone who's kind of a minimalist um and you're not a minimalist. Fuck your I'm face. I'm totally a minimalist. I just, I've been I just to happen your to fucking live. house. Shut I happen to off. live with a maximalist. You don't, you don't get to marry somebody and then produce other somebodies with that person and then go, I'm a minimalist. You already have five things attached to you, and we just didn't even start talking about any material things. What, you're saying I can't be a minimalist because I have four kids? That's your argument? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is not at all yes. how this works. It, it is. It is. I'm, you are not. A I'm a minimalist. I'm a minimalist for consumer no, goods. How about that? No, shut up. No, you're not. I am. I want. I. I would be fine w- with not a single drawer or bookcase in the whole house. Like I. I you just, have no books. You just stack them all. I don't. Yeah, I don't want books. I. I don't. I don't want to keep books. I want to donate books. And not. But you have them. books, right? I have probably ten. Well, I have like a million kids' books. If you count kids' books, I do have a million of those. I mean, they're material, so I would count them against your minimalism for sure. All right. You know what? My point is that people buy a lot of crap that they don't need because they they think that it'll make them better entertainers or it'll make them happy or whatever. I don't buy anything that I don't need because I think it'll make me happy. I buy stuff I don't need because I think my wife will think it'll make her happy. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. 
so I just think that uh, that yeah that working away here makes me feel a little bit icky, and working at Twitter would too. And I want to work somewhere that doesn't make me feel icky. I can't remember how we got on this. Oh yeah, so yeah, that that would still be a problem if I went to a different role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like the whole icky thing is, we're just gonna go with that. The whole icky thing. Um, I I get that. Um, when I was working for, you know, some of the clients, some of them high profile clients, I was definitely just like, why are we putting so much effort into building them this thing? Like it's not helping anybody, and it's just they're they're gonna get more money. They don't they don't need more money for the thing that we're building them. Like this is fucking stupid. I don't understand the agreement that happened to this. We're supposed to be like, where, where's the morals? Like, aren't mm-hmm. we supposed to have some sort of like guidelines or anything? It's like, nope. Whatever gives us money. And it's like, okay. Sure, yeah. I guess. And then I play my role in that. And I mean, I'm just as bad as anybody else in that scenario because I didn't fucking walk away from it. But still. Yeah, I mean, I want to like feel a... like I'm I'm doing some good in the world. Like, I don't want to feel like my job is actively not... contributing to something that's bad. Shut up. You're just you're nothing but a cancer on this earth. Just fucking. But if I'm a... like so if that's true, then maybe I should go work at Twitter so that I can kill it from within. Sure. But the thing is, I'm too I'm too effective. I can't be ineffective, even if I try, because I'm just awesome. You can be effective at sucking. I can't. I don't know how. Yes, you do. You do it all the time. <sighs> Shut up. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Stop. What? 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 Is, what is, is there a person in your room? Shh. No. <laughs> I'm so confused by this whole situation. I don't know if you're screwing with me or like what is what is happening. You definitely got up for some reason. <laughs> I, I saw you do reason. it. I did for sure. Like absolutely. What was the reason? I got up. Yeah, stretch my legs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Need to knock out, you know, like a couple jumping jacks, get the blood flowing. These little bones. Get the brain pumping. Brains don't pump, dummy. Sure, why not? I got pee. Blood's got to flow through them, right? Maybe if you're weak. <laughs> blood doesn't flow through your brain? Is that what you're saying? No, my brain dried out years ago. It doesn't need blood. Your, it's too strong. Your brain definitely dried out. <laughs> it's just a it's a wisp. It's like a puddle of smoke now. Oh, man, 85 was a good year. Is that when you were born? Yeah. Is that why you said that? No. Because it's, it's episode about 85. What's episode 85? Oh, Oh, that reminds me, this was supposed to be... And I was got very bored about whatever you were talking about, so I just talked over you. I don't remember what I was talking about. This was supposed to be yeah. my coaching session with Jordan, but I had what? to cancel Friday, and then he had to cancel yesterday, so we're doing it tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I was going to not ask about that, because I don't give a shit. Um, 85, yeah, you're, my dad died, too. I was born, my dad died, super good. Which super happened good first? Uh, my dad died in March, and I was born in June. Dang, that yeah. sucks. Were you and your mom still together? Or were they ever together? Oh, yeah. I don't know the deal. Yeah, me and my mom were still together because I was in no, her womb. I said he and your mom. <laughs> I, I heard you. Fart. But, okay. Uh, yeah, they were together. They were together to then. He, he had, like, cancer and metastasized and all that. So it was no good. But So it was a bad situation that he died. This wasn't, like, some, some loser that your mom didn't miss or something. No, yeah, it was actually... Really bad for my mother too. I, I laugh as I say this, but it fucking devastated her for 
many, many years afterwards. So she had you three months after. How old was your... You have one older sister or two? Uh, one two, older right? sister. One old, okay. How old was yeah. she when you were born? Two years and three months. Dang. All right. So she's a single mother taking care of a two and two-year-old two and a newborn baby. Yeah. That's some hardcore stuff. It's very fun. I bet you enjoyed it. You just cried the whole time. Freaking cry, baby. Nothing but good memories from my early childhood age that I rarely ever talk about. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> How, what's your earliest memory? Uh, you don't want to know my earliest memory. But uh, around what's the same time. Memory? Well, I can tell you around the time that I did starting to have my memories is I lived at, in Hulaloa, which is just an area of the island. And we lived right next to the dump. So, like, there's a dump where everybody dumped literally all of their shit, a chain link fence, and then we lived in a small coffee shack on the other side of that. Like, tin roof coffee shack, old school style. One bedroom. Was that bad? It was real bad. Have, it was real, real bad. You have bad memories of that? Or was it like oh, you it was, didn't know better? It was, no, it was a horrible, horrible time. It, it, was, it was a really, really bad time for us. But, yeah, I was about... Uh, what? How old are you when you're in kindergarten? Four, five? Yeah, five? yeah, five ish. Yeah, maybe four since my birthday's in June. I, I don't. I never know how that works. Like, doesn't mean I'm I'm like a year younger than most people throughout the school year. Like, I I totally. Whenever I try to think back, I'm like, I think I was. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. Were you? Were you? Because I was older than everybody. Because I went to an extra year of kindergarten. My parents told me I went to oh, K six. I did not. So I was younger then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was probably like four. Yeah. Okay. In kindergarten. Yeah, my parents told me I went to K six, and my whole life I thought that was a thing. And then Nancy laughed at me when I told her I went to K six. She was like, "That's that's made up. You just went to K five two years in a row, and your parents told you that." <laughs> that's pretty awesome. But, but it was uh, nice to be older than everybody. Yeah, around that same time was was the time that um, like my teacher hit me in the back of the head when I was petting one of the chicks because we had like chicks in the class. And like they, they were like in this little thing and like they'd poke their head out to eat. And I just wanted to like pet one with my finger. And as soon as I touched it, she smacked me in the back of the head. There's that. There was also. Oh, yeah. My fucking stage fright. Um, when you were a little kid. Yeah. So it's actually one of those like traumatizing things that I've I've addressed or had been trying to address is where like. Uh, what was it? I think I even mentioned it. Where the teacher asked me to come stand in front of everybody and spell cow. And I only knew how to get like that sound out of my mouth by using K-A-U. Because it's fucking Hawaii mm. and everything mm. is written in fucking Hawaiian. So I, I knew that. So I, I spelled it K-A-U and just like everybody laughed. And she's just like, that's, that's C-O-W. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, you it, it, it wasn't. I was just like, okay, I guess. Fuck. I mean, that makes sense. It's a weird time. You you still lived in Hawaii when that happened, right? Yeah. 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 So that's not like a dumb thing. It was fucking four. Yeah. I don't know why. I I didn't feel that it was dumb. I thought I was actually correct. And then it was the reaction that stuck with me for a really long time. Yeah, that sucks. Kids are the worst, man. They really just are. Yeah, I mean, I had all kinds of other problems with that uh, going on around that time, too. I mean, anger issues and all that stuff. So there's just a lot of things going on all at once. And then when you were four, you had anger issues. Yeah, there's a lot of abuse. 
It's a pretty Magic much real life. Young years, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, remember like seeing counselors and shit when I was a kid. How about you? What's couple... your earliest memory? My earliest memory is to. shut up. Is well, I'm applying to mental health in places that like do therapy and stuff. I thought that'd be fun. Um, shut up. I'm actually wondering if maybe I should have been a therapist. Maybe maybe engineering is just not for me because I'm reading a book about a therapist and it just sounds like a pretty cool life. Like listening to other people's drama, trying to help them out. I think I'd get into that. Why don't you, maybe you should talk to Jordan about coaching and getting into coaching and then starting your own like thing like he's doing almost. Or it's just like, because you just want to fix problems for people. And then yeah. If you get good enough, people will just come drama. to you. Right. Yeah, and you get and but, you get all kinds of people, too. Shut up! I hate it when you're right. What was I? Anyway, gonna what's talk your about? earliest memory? Oh, my earliest memory. Okay, uh, my earliest memory is, I think my earliest memory was I was at Bush Gardens with my grandparents. You know what Bush Gardens is like a amusement park type thing, um, and I had some sounds like a mainland or thing. something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's in Virginia, I think. Uh, but I think I had like a to- like a wooden toy gun and I was going around pointing it at just random people, you know, because mm-hmm. I was like, it's a toy. So it doesn't matter. And then my grandma got really mad at me and she was like, you don't point guns at people. I was like, but it's wooden, you know. So I think I was probably like five when that happened. That's my earliest. But memory. Michael, you needed to establish that habit early because you're a gun toting fiend now. <laughs> all know. the guns you're waving around all recklessly. <laughs> I had some good Fucking... memories of Bush Gardens. I don't know what what is that like it's George like Bush a, you know had like, a garden. You know what Carowinds is no, it's B U S C H. It's like European themed. So like the beer Bush the beer is it sponsored Man, by beer? Is it a I beer don't garden? Freaking no, I haven't been there in like twenty five years. I just know that it's called Bush Gardens and it's European themed, and they got cool <laughs> elevators. I mean, I mean roller coasters. <laughs> nope, cool elevators. Fuck the roller coasters. <laughs> Maybe their elevators are cool. I don't remember those. <laughs> But I do know. Oh, I already told you about the time that I ran away at Disney World. Yeah, I do know that freaking yeah. Disney World doesn't like to have Space Mountain open when I go there. Bush Gardens always had the roller coasters open for me. Was that was that around the same age, like the Disneyland trip and the Bush Gardens thing? Disney Disney World was a little bit. I was a little bit older. Bush Gardens, I was oh, okay. pretty young. That's why it's like super like how early. young do you think? Like five through seven, I probably went there a couple times a year with my grandparents. Nice. And that was just like something you guys did annually or whatever. Yeah, when I think whenever I would go stay with them because they lived really close to it. Nice. Like on holidays and stuff, we would go spend a day there. Man, I haven't been to an amusement park in forever. I haven't ridden a roller coaster in probably like fifteen years now. Yeah, I, I think the last. I think the last like thrill ride, I guess, is what they're called. It was the zipper that I went on, and I was like, oh. So I. I mean, it had to have been at least four or five years ago. The zipper. The last time I went to some care, uh, some fair. Uh, it's the. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm yeah, it's it like up. the cage, and then it just like it spins while the whole thing rotates. And it's like oh a, my god, a this doesn't almost. even look fun. It just looks like vomit. Like I would throw up so fast in this thing. <laughs> Was it fun? Just flipping over and over like that? I don't. I don't find any of those things really fun, but I do get peer pressured into going into them or on them yeah. rather. I thought I think roller coasters are pretty cool. I also like the the drop like drop zone and things like that. The just the free fall ones. Those are cool. Which one? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. Or like the slingshot. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I've never done that one either. I haven't but done that, that one. Like 
Oh, man, that one, my mind always jumps to, like, worst case scenario. Like, you're about to, it, like, pulls it all the way back, the slingshot one. They pull it all the way back, all the way back. And then the band just mm-hmm. snap right into your face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Telling you, band snapping is, is like, one of those irrational fears that I have. And I fucking do a lot of band work, so it sucks. But <laughs> I, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I um have been watching a lot of, this is a weird timing, because lately I've been watching a lot of, fitness band fail videos on youtube um, and i always feel for those people man that stuff looks so painful there's the classic one of the it's a chick doing it with like she has it mounted on the door or whatever and she's like has her back face towards the door and pushing away from her it's some kind of like chest press type move uh-huh. and it snaps right into her back and she immediately like <laughs> that one it, i always i always imagine that one that fucking oh just so bad I know, and when you know it's coming too, like when they when they're doing like rows, when they've got it wrapped around their foot, and you can just see it creeping oh. up their foot, you know, and you're like, it's coming. Yeah, that's it. You only you only have to yeah. do that to yourself once, and then I did it myself once, like really mild, like it wasn't even bad. But now every time, I'm just so paranoid about it happening again. I'm really careful. Well, yeah, I, I use my bands differently now. Like I I do the little knot thing against something first, and then I use the band. So it's not. Nice. I mean, if it's it has to break for it to hurt me, and I'm hoping that it's not going to break while I'm just, you know, doing fucking lat pull downs and shit, or tricep yeah. pull downs rather. I had one break on me one time. It was really cheap. We got it for free somehow. I learned that's like super cheap. I good, think that's as yeah, cheap as you can it's get. Li- <laughs> it's really cheap. <laughs> I got it for. Uh, oh, do you remember at phase two when they had like this insurance benefit where if you go yes. to this class they'll send and you like, got, a like the food scale. scale and everything yeah yeah did, yep. did they send us a fitness band with that uh i don't i don't know i just know okay. that poor th- sheena tried to do that and they like turned her down for some reason <laughs> they turned her down <laughs> yeah and she's like i just don't get it <laughs> like what how why <laughs> why would they turn anyone down it's like a fucking employee benefits thing that is awesome. Yeah, I just yeah. I just went there and sat through like one hour class and they gave me all that free stuff. And I was like, all right. But I did think that's got to be the most demotivating, just horrible job being the person who gives those classes because, you know, everybody's just there for the free stuff. Like nobody participates. I don't know, man. I think I feel like if you have somebody passionate about getting people healthy in that in those positions, you would at least appeal to like a few people that come to your class or seminar or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Like you, you have to have some sort of passion for it because you could tell like if somebody's just fucking clocking in, just like A, B, C, here's your stuff, you know, and they just go through the steps over and over and over and over again. You, you could tell somebody is doing that. They're just fucking like playing yeah. the script in their head and fucking checked out and all of that. But if you get somebody like you get bloom energy in there about fitness you're fucking you're on fire like people are gonna be like i'm excited i'm gonna go for a run i mean they may never they may never actually do it but like you know is that kind of like infectious energy you i've been i've been meaning to talk to you about this the whole they may never do a thing i've been finding myself more and more annoyed with people who start things but don't finish them or like say they're gonna start things but not especially around health stuff or like habit like healthy habits you know just like it's been really driving me crazy lately everybody's like yeah i'm gonna yeah go ahead Oh, good. No, finish that. Finish what you're saying. Like this, this thing that people do of just like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, start a daily journaling habit, or I'm gonna eat vegetables every day for the next two weeks, and then they'll make it like two days, and they get bored of it, and it's just like, oh, that was too hard. I couldn't find the time. 
I just, I want to scream at him. Just like, are you a freaking adult? Like, are you a three-year-old? You can't, you know, find two minutes to, oh God, I just, it really bugs me. Do you yell at them? 168,000 seconds! (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like, what are you doing with your life uh, that you can't, I don't know. Yeah, so. It it wouldn't be helpful, but it's just really annoying for me. I'm in the same boat. Um, I'm very annoyed by those people, but I, I'm also, so again, what plays in my head when I come across these scenarios, and this is how I stop like reacting to certain things, especially negatively outwardly, like just ruining everybody's life around me, uh, is like, I play like movie clips in my head essentially. And that one specifically is, uh, Brad Pitt in Troy, where the kids handing him like his armor or like his sword or whatever. And then the kid says something and Brad Pitt looks at him and goes, that's why nobody will know your name. Ooh, rough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And or nobody will remember that, your name or something like that. Yeah. And he's like playing Achilles. The thing that really kills me him. is when people are like really, really into it at first. Like, all right, here's a good example. When somebody starts reading a book and they start taking a bunch of really detailed notes about all the exciting stuff they're learning and they, mm-hmm. they show everybody after like, a few pages of just like these beautiful notes with all the stuff. And they're like, wow, look at all, you know, everybody tells them that's amazing. Like good job and stuff. Like, you know, there's no way they're going to get through that whole dang book. They're just, there's just no way they're going to do it. And so I always, I always look at that and it just drives me crazy. Just like your consistency is so much more important than doing an amazing job. Well, there's, there's a thing. I mean, I suffered with it for a while there, like trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing or like how to, stay consistent and all that and i've had to like manipulate my sleep schedule a fuck ton i mean i've been all over the place you know in the past four years but uh what what it was for me was like once i would get into a rhythm then i could see all the way down that tunnel like i I could see all the way down that tunnel and like i just get bored thinking about it like i'm just like yeah i already did it okay cool i can just Mm -hmm. continue to do this and then i'll be done yeah over it let's figure out and use my brain elsewhere doing other things and then it fucks up my own like habits and all of that but uh, i've i don't even know how i like fixed it or got over that it's just one of those things where like as soon as i could see a clear end or like you know the 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 goal being achieved i would check out i mean it's just one of those things man to me that's like when i get really motivated is when i can when i can like really see where i'm heading you know like the the end result it's interesting too in my current situation because i mean i I work out seven days a week you know this is like week seven so far of, of doing that so it it's i don't know i don't feel like there's any kind of like break but i have had those days where i'm i'm like i i should just not go to boxing today or i should like last sunday this past sunday i, I was like oh man maybe i should just you know take a day off fuck it i'm i'm you know still lifting i'm still running all this other stuff and then uh and then my boxing coach texts me he's like are we still on for 12 30 i was like yes and i i just replied yes before even like giving it an, an extra thought and it's like fuck uh-huh. now i can't say no it was just <laughs> like oh, i got myself so it, it's it, it's it's become a game almost, but I'm, um, I, I think I told you and Nancy, my shoelace came undone when I was running mm-hmm. the four miles on Saturday and like halfway through. And I just was on my knee next, like on the sidewalk next to the road, just tied my shoe. And I just stayed there, knelt down for like a good few minutes. Just like, 
I should just go home. I should just walk home. Just fucking not not start my watch again. Just let's yeah. just fucking end it. And then for whatever reason, I was just like, I have to go another two miles anyway. Like I'm two miles away from home, so I may as well just fucking finish this thing. And you know that's how I got through it. But yeah, there's something there's something to that like tricking yourself really quick thing. But the the example that comes to mind for me is that I often have to block Slack and Reddit and Twitter and Hacker News and stuff. Like I, I use an app that blocks all those things so I can actually get work done and not be distracted. But every time when I click on the app to start blocking, I'm always able to think like, well, maybe I should just check Twitter really quick, you know, or like right, maybe yeah, I'll yeah. just look at Reddit really get quick. Get that last so hit. Yeah. And then like yeah. 30 minutes later, I realized that I never started it, you know, because I got on, went down the rabbit hole. So I'll click it and then like really quick before I can think about it, I'll, I'll start the blocking and I have to do that. Or like when I, I like taking really long showers and I hate stopping getting out of the shower. So whenever it's time, I'll have to like really quickly turn the water off before I can think about it. Um, and it reminds me of that, uh, that thing I was talking about a while ago of what, what can you do in the next 60 seconds to make it or what can, how can you make the next 60 seconds the best they could be? I don't know. I can't remember the exact quote or whatever. But right. Yeah, like. Yeah. Taking Most things sixty seconds at a time, or yeah, yeah, um, is uh, is enough. Like that's actually really helped me since then. Just like if I just start working out for the next sixty seconds, then you know, that's a start. I have to thinking about it more. Like I, I, I have figured out ways to trick myself without realizing I'm tricking myself the way I need to. Like um, one of the things was you know my eyes, like I'd start getting headaches and stuff more frequently just from. I stare on the screen all day, fucking, you know, either the phone, TV, I'm on monitors at fucking work, quote unquote. And then like, you know, I have VR and all that stuff. So like, I'm just fucking all this light is just going into my eyes. (laughs) I'm getting these headaches and uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. So so one of the things that um, I was I was looking up, like how to avoid it or like remedy it. Um, and people were talking about like the the glasses that cancel out the blue lights and all of that. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll do that. But I don't see myself putting on glasses indoors to make that a thing until like it's a problem because I'm that's how I operate. But something else that was suggested was uh, turning off your phone. And then like I read someplace else that uh, turning off your phone an hour before you go to bed and leaving in another room. So like. That that was like one step, and that that helped a ton for like the headaches and stuff. But what what the flip side of it did was my phone was off, and I would stop myself from turning it on in the morning, so I wouldn't even look at my phone until until I'm done working out or running. Like I just it, it just stays off in my office, and then I don't even like come into my office until I'm back and like I've showered and stuff. So it's it's like this weird. So you don't take thing, your phone but... with you when you go running. No, no, it's all on my watch. It's all, but like, what if you broke your leg or something? Then I would hobble back. I ain't no bitch. And you don't, you don't listen to music when you're lifting. Uh, not usually. It, it's not a common thing that I do, but eh, it's getting less and less. Huh? That is like it, it's. Well, it's um. So when I was lifting in the afternoons, I would, I would listen obviously because I would just have it in like. That habit, I, I broke that habit, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing that, like, I love. Sorry, I do I do listen more recently with, like, the Aftershocks. I ended up getting those bone-conducting headphones. Oh, do you like that? But it, it also plays off of my watch. <laughs> so, 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I, I enjoy it. Um, like, it, it's, it's a different sound quality, but once you're, like, fucking out there running or, you know, in the middle of your lift, it, it all sounds just fine. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I've had some runs lately on, like, pretty busy streets without sidewalks, and so I... I'm always terrified. <laughs> like there's just going to be a car coming up behind me. Um, what was I going to say? Oh man, I had it and you freaking stole it away from me. Oh, the phone thing. Yeah. So I, um, I read, that's how I read books as eBooks on my phone, which is great. Like I've always got books with me, but the problem is that I can't you always have books with you. <laughs> the problem is that I, the thing that has my books also has all the stuff to distract me. So mm-hmm. like, if Nancy falls asleep before I do, sometimes I'll sit up and read a book, but then I'll realize like, hey, I have my phone here. I could be doing whatever I want, you know? And so I wish that I could just have my book and then like not have my phone distracting me, but then also have it synced to my phone whenever I wanted to use that for reading or something. Probably have to use Kindle for that. I don't know. I bet that's a thing. I need to look into that. Maybe. Maybe Apple books would sync to Kindle. I don't know. Anyway, it's been it's five o'clock and I really got to pee. So I'm going to go. But I, no, you have you have forty three seconds, forty two seconds. You have to. No, you have to end it. Give us an actual ending. Ready, set, go. Um, do you want to hear the other places I'm applying to? You got twenty nine seconds. Twenty five. Gonna draw this out. You better hurry up. Twenty. There's a place that's called Happy Money. It's about paying off your debt i applied there and maybe i'll work there okay bye all right bye